Hey everyone, we're back with a Rewind episode. And this conversation is a real treat because I'm joined by our former co-host Lois Paula and Brother Jojo Bayani, a minister of the gospel in the Church of Christ. We asked Brother Jojo all sorts of questions about navigating our friendships. You know, this episode was recorded a few years back, but there's a lot of useful advice here. I definitely learned a lot from this conversation and of course got some spiritual guidance on how to be a good friend and the kind of friendships that we should have in our life. Here's that conversation. Question number one, when it comes to courting, uh, do we put guys before uh, our potential one that we're going to go for? Or do we put our girls before the, the one that we're going to go for? Uh, Crystal, what's, what, are, what are your thoughts? If you were going to go for somebody and you knew that a friend of yours had feelings for them, is that okay? How do you navigate that situation? I would personally talk to my friend and ask, uh, you know, hey, is this okay? Um, but I've been on the other side and I've seen some of my friends really, really happy. Um, and that's okay too. Like, that's totally fine. I mean, Martin and Leonard, we ask about like, you know, I'm talking about you're in a relationship and your friends need you, your boys need you, or you want to have a guy's night. Oh man, I've had this conversation with Erica many times where it's just like, um, for me, the time that I've devoted to my friends, that's time for them. And then the time that I've devoted to you as my girlfriend, like that's time for you. And I don't want to mix and match and make the other person or make you feel like that time is, is negotiable. You know, like if there has to be adjustments, then that's fine. You have to adapt. But like, if I've given this time to Erica, then that's my time with her. Like I'm going to give you my 110% of my attention. But then if it's a guy's night and we need to chill, then it's like, that's my time with them. Like they, they also deserve, you know, my 110% affection as my friends and, and attention as well. I don't know, Leonard, am I crazy? No, no, you're not crazy at all. Uh, at the same time, like on my part, uh, I'm understanding as well. Uh, out of our group of friends, uh, I'm the only single guy. <laughs> so like, um, I know you guys have uh, your obligation um, to your girlfriends. Um. Is there anything, any guidance in the Bible about who or what we should choose over what? Uh, if we are wrong in choosing one or the other, uh, is there anything, any guidance that you can give to us so that we can make the right decisions if we are presented with that challenge in the future? Sure, Sister LP. As we mentioned in, in part one, I'll use the same verse. It's 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three of the expanded version of the Bible. It's do not be fooled, deceived, misled, bad friends, company will ruin good habits or character or morals. I think the one of the, the best and, and one of the main guidelines that we should have in, in choosing our friends is to, to make sure that that kind of friendship is based on how we should be living our lives in accordance to the teachings of God. And how do you know when when one is either a, a bad friend or a good friend? Well, the Bible says bad friends will indeed ruin uh, good uh, character, morals, good habits. And, you know, we can translate, simply translate habits or character or morals to uh, what we've learned. You know, let that be our measurement uh, stick um, in, 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 in basing uh, the kind of friendships that we have with, uh, with uh, uh, you know, members of the Church of Christ and even those who are not members of the Church of Christ. 
Uh, I remember uh, when I was younger, I had wonderful friends uh, uh, who didn't share the same beliefs. Uh, they were not in the same religion, not in the Church of Christ. But, you know, I knew they were they were good friends because they, they respected my belief and, and they, they didn't try to steer me in, in, in the wrong direction. It, it really just boils down to that, that verse. If they're good friends, then they're not going to you know, make you do bad things. And if they're bad friends, then you probably shouldn't be friends with them. So what if we have a good friend? What if we love them and they have great intentions? Right. We also have, you know, we've been blessed with a relationship in our lives. We have a great boyfriend or girlfriend, um, but they don't get along. Or there's something of one party who doesn't like something of the other party. Yeah, sometimes your friends don't like the one you're with. Or sometimes the one you're with don't like your friends. Don't like your friends. What, what should we do? <laughs> uh, Colossians 3.12, perhaps, Brother Martin would uh, give us an insight with regard to trying to, that's a difficult question to mm -hmm. answer, but Colossians 3.12 of the Living Bible goes like this. Uh, the first part goes like this. Since you have been chosen by God, that's our faith. We are the chosen people of God in these last days. Since you have been chosen by God who has given you this new kind of life, and because of his deep love and concern for you, here we go, you should practice tender-hearted mercy and kindness to others. Y you know what, based on, I've, I've been married nearly 25 years now, brethren, so it's been a while since I dated, but as far as I can remember, you know, when it comes to love, you're pretty much going to love who you want to love it doesn't matter what your friend or your best friend says i i believe we we have to keep in mind that you know if if we have a true friend if we have a best friend then and if they are practicing what the bible says being tender-hearted being merciful being kind uh they won't mislead us based on what they see because sometimes when when we're in love we can't really see you know, the reality is distorted pretty much. You know, it, the, the heart is, is, is in control and the brain goes uh, nuts sometimes when we're in love. But if you have a true friend and, and you've had that friend for years and years and you've had a wonderful experience with that friend knowing that he or she has been there and, and has, you know, consistently given you uh, good advice of course, based on our teachings, then, you know, when you're in love, you sh I, I think you should still, you know, listen to that friend. I mean, because that, that friend, if that friend really cares about you uh, and that friend says something like, well, you know, this and that, I, I think we, you know, in as much as we're in love at, this, at the same time, I think we, we should be open to those advices that, that our friends uh, our true friends are giving us because they are our friends. This is, you know, the way that they that they manifest their kindness. This is how they practice their mercy by by trying to tell us, uh, you know, based on the commandments of God, the advices that we should be receiving at, at that given point. Um, I've had uh, experiences like that in the past where, you know, a, a good buddy says, "Ah, well, I don't think she's." Uh, She's the right person for you. And, you know, it's, I'm just speaking from experience. And when you're in love, you're in love. You know, even if, if that's your best friend, you know, you probably say something like, 
you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, that's not what I want to hear. This is this is the perfect woman for me, right. you know. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, in the end, when the relationship doesn't, uh, you know, go as you expect, and you go back to your buddy and you say, you know, thank you, uh, thank you for that advice that you gave me a year ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know, they they turn out to be right, especially if they are true friends. Uh, basing their advices uh, when it comes to our teachings. Thank you, Brother Jojo. Like, that's not always something that people want to hear. They want to hear, well, the Bible said, you know, 1 Corinthians, love, 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 and this is the one who I think is for me. So if God blessed me with this person, then it's, I'm going all the way. And if you don't support it, then you don't support the love that God gave me. But like you said, it's not always cut and dry like that. Like, sometimes you do have the rose-colored glasses on, and and we don't see what's in front of us, but our friends do. And the reminder for us to have tender hearts that they care about us, they just want us to do well in relationships. I think that's so important. Why do you think sometimes, Brother Jojo, that that's hard to accept? Or that there's some resentment, like, oh, you're just jealous of what we have, or you don't understand what we have. Why do you think sometimes we have that feeling, though? Throughout uh, uh, my life, leading to uh, being married to Sister Bernie, um, I, prior to that, I had three serious relationships. And, you know, for relationship number one, I thought that she was the one. Relationship number two, I thought that she was the one again. And, and when it came to relationship number three, when, when we were actually already engaged to be married, I absolutely thought that she was the one, but uh, turned out that she wasn't. Um, it's just a difficult thing when you're in love. Um, uh, as a minister, I, you know, it's, I, I'd like to admit that learning from my past experiences when, when you're in love with someone, it, it really can, if you're not careful, take over uh, just about every aspect of your life. Because when you're in love, you're in love. I mean, you know, with, with, with probably the exception of, of religion, there comes a time that when you're deeply, deeply, madly in love that it just takes over your whole life. And, you know, sometimes we, we can be blinded uh, by that love in, in no longer believing what's, what's true or in no longer accepting what, what, what would be right or appropriate or, or applicable for us because we're head over heels in love with that, with that human being. Um, that's why it's good to have uh, friends that are grounded, uh, you know, grounded uh, by the truth. You know, if, if you have solid uh, members of the Church of Christ who are your friends and who've been there for you for years and years, I, I think you should really listen to them when, when, when you're in the process of courting because they, they, they can be God's instruments, too, in, in leading you. Uh, you know, fortunately for me, uh, relationship number four, that was Cobb Verney, mm -hmm. uh, finally, finally, <laughs> winner, she, winner. she was, she was the right one. Yes. And, and it's been, uh, 25 wonderful years, uh, hey, living with this, uh, with this person. Wow. On the other side of that, Brother Jojo, Crystal, uh, Leonard, Martin, you know, when you are married, it changes a little bit. Because you are now, you know, promising your loyalty to this other person. And then you have all these outside influences. You have these uh, friends of yours or, or situations in your life where 
you might not agree with your spouse. And so at what point then do you say, no, I'll choose my friends. My friends are guided, you know, by God and they're instruments of God that they're teaching me and bringing light to something that I'm not seeing. When my spouse here is the one saying this, do you think that there is a difference in that? Do you think that it now changes? I personally, <laughs> in my experience, it has changed. And now, you know, no matter if something comes up, if, if a friend has an opinion, you know, that's different from my spouse's, ultimately, as, as the wife, uh, I listen to, to Brother Glenn, and I trust that he's guided uh, to be the one making the right decisions for us. And so I, I follow. Uh, do you think it changes at all? Brother Jojo, am I wrong in that? Uh, no, no. Your, your allegiance, uh, our allegiance, and, and, and our ultimate uh, trust and confidence has to change, Sister LP, and, and you know, God willing for Brother Martin. It'll be Sister Erica for you. you know, if that's <laughs> yes. And I know Sister Erica, so take care of her, bro. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. Well, you are the anyway. friend that I will listen to. I will listen to for sure. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I'd like to go to Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse uh, 23 of the New King James Version for the answer. It says, uh, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. And in verse 25, it says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So that when, when we do get married, I don't care if, you know, there there is a best friend out there, you know, eventually, you know, as, as we grow in, in love and, and our commitment and in our relationship with our spouse, the spouse uh, ideally and spiritually, uh, based on these verses that we just read, should uh, become the, you know, aside from God, of course, should become our best friend in life because mm -hmm. Christ and his relationship to his church was compared to the relationship of a husband to his wife. Uh, Christ uh, gave his life for the church. That's that's how much he loved the church. And and what, what Apostle Paul is saying here is, well, wait a minute, that's how much love we should also have for our spouse. So when we do get married, Sister Elpie, and, and for everyone else, and for all of those uh, listening to this podcast, once we do get married, then, then we, we have to have that, that, that shift or transition in, in you know, allowing our spouse to become our best friend and, and, and our, our best guide and advisor when it comes to, uh, you know, our life. Again, you know, first and foremost is God and his son, of course. But then uh, if you happen to be a member of the church and you have a faithful husband or a faithful wife, let her and let him be your best friend from that time on. So it's within our culture, but I think uh, this is an issue. I mean, it's an issue in the sense that it's on, I think, on the minds and hearts of, of brothers and of guys more so than than sisters. And that's, we're not supposed to court outside the church. And so we do come across and we will come across the situation like Brother Leonard and I did, where we end up having to go for and get to know sisters who have been with other brothers that we may or may not be really close friends with. Like, should we still be bothered by that? Like it's 2016. The scripture has been the same since the beginning. Like sh should brothers just like 
man up and let it go? Like that, just accept it. This is the teaching. We shouldn't make it an issue. Or is there a, a more tender way of navigating that courting landscape so that we're not offending brothers? You know, how do how do we... Crystal saying it, it doesn't only happen to brothers or to guys. Yeah, well, for sure. I mean, it happens to but you know, guys get like territorial about it. Oh, I like, promise. You know, you girls do too. Oh, do they? <laughs> but it's not a territorial thing. It's it becomes almost like this uh, second guessing of themselves. This insecurity where it's like, well, how do I compare to this girl, or what does she have that I don't have? Like, <laughs> see, so it's 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 stressful, brother George. It's stressful because we're always comparing and. Our primal instincts as guys, I guess, are trying to, you know, stake out territory and who is first and who's second. And, you know, what, 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 how do we make of, of that landscape? Wow. Sorry. <laughs> I think uh, the best way to answer that, uh, that question, Brother Martin and Sister LP, is, uh, you know, as long as you break it off uh, cleanly in, in a very Christian way, if, you know, for example, you, you went out and, and you, you got to know each other and after six months or after a year, you know, it, it just you're just not compatible. If we can use that term compatible, then, you know, be, be Christian about it. Be Christian. You know, sister, we've already you know had our, our, our prayer for a year. It, it, it doesn't seem like uh, we're getting closer. In fact, we're drifting, you know, further and further apart from each other. Uh, as long as you do it the right way, I, you, you can still have uh, a wonderful Christian relationship all throughout your life. And once you're, you're, you, break, you break it off with, with someone, this is, this is not from the Bible, uh, brethren. This is just personal opinion. Uh, you know, I, I don't care what happened to you in the past, you know. I have no control over who did you go out with a year ago? Who did you go, go out with five years ago? Uh, what kind of relationship did you have with that person? It doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter. What, hap- what matters is, with, you know, the, the moment that we uh, met, the, in the time that we've been able to, to spend and share with one another, th- did we gel? Did, did, were we able to, to be compatible? You know, you know, forget about the past. I think it's, that's just basically, basically ego. You know, we, you know, when it comes to love, you set aside your ego because... Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're praying for this person and if you're praying for the relationship to work out, this potentially could be your partner for life that, that, that you're praying with. And I love, Brother Jojo, how you mentioned, you know, we asked, how do you get over it? You mentioned ego. How do you deal with other brothers or sisters in the faith where you don't want to offend them? Um, you know, we talked about, okay, do we just be mature about it? But you answered it. You said, be Christian. And that's, you know, uh, holding, you know, the values of, of love and, and compassion in our heart because we never know who uh, they might meet or who they might come across. And we always want, like you mentioned, to make sure that we leave our relationship in the best Christian manner. If there were any hurt feelings, uh, you know, in the past, and uh, Ephesians 4.32 of the New King James says this, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So it's just, you know, again, you know, after we get rid of that pride, you know, there's nothing left but to be kind and, and, and to forgive one another. If, if feelings were hurt along the way, then if we sincerely didn't mean to, to, to break people's hearts, then, then we have to forgive and go on with our lives. Christian code. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, Christian code. code. Not bro code. code. Not bro code. <laughs> Christian code. Let go of the ego and let in the love. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brother Jojo. And, and you know, what's crazy. We, we set off talking about this topic of friendship, trying to find the love of the friendships that we have. But then, you know, the, the, these relationships, they interconnect. How, how we love ourselves as friends, how our friends show their love for making us choose the right person that God has sent for us. And then now that we're with that person, how that relates to the friends who may have had a relationship with that one. Like it all interconnects. And it's crazy that biblically, you know, the answers are all there. Um, Brother Jojo, so thank you so much for that. And, and as we end this uh, this part two of, of friendship, loving our, our friends, uh, LP, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I was just going to really quickly read just one comment from our, our Instagram Please post. Do. That kind of encapsulates what we've been talking about. Um, what we did was we went online, of course, hashtag uh, heart and soul. And, and whenever we have questions, hashtag uh, ask heart and soul. And so we said, send your friend a shout out and, and tell us why that person is an awesome friend. This one from Sister Kristen Fergata. Jadalyn is an awesome friend because she just is. She's beautiful on the outside, but more so on the inside. She has a kind, loving, and a very helpful heart. And I admire her patience and her diligence in performing her duties primarily as a head secretary. She's very reliable and very trustworthy. And she just gets me as a friend. She knows what I'm going to say or do even before I say it. And words cannot express how thankful I am for this friendship that God has given us. Thanks for all you do, Bess. Love you. So I'd just like to take this moment before we end. Uh, Because he's on the panel, thank you, Len. You're an awesome friend because even though we've only been friends for three years and we're a very opinionated bunch and you kind of soak it all in and observe, thank you for your patience. I can only imagine how hard it is to sit in a car full of the guys saying the craziest of things, wanting to do the craziest of things, and you're, you're always there patient and providing the right amount of, of academic input and knowledge and advice. Um, and, and sincere sound thoughts. So so thank you for your patience and for your friendship, bro. I appreciate it a lot. Anytime. I'm glad I got to be on this podcast. And I appreciate you being on this. Len, do you have a, a shout-out to uh, another friend? It doesn't have to be Martin, just so that we can go outside our circle of friends here. Um, shout-out you'd want to give to uh, anyone else in your life? Um, I guess shout-out to Brother Ben and Brother George, um, also, I guess my brother, he's, he's really close to me, obviously, so shout out to him, brother Robert. Cool. And to Sister Crystal, thank you for being you. Thank God for you, for sending you to my life, for your honesty and your loyalty, your trust in our friendship and faith in what we could be. Thank you. I love you. See? Short and sweet, I did it. <laughs> but Crystal, do you have a shout out? Not to me, but anyone else? friends or family that you want to give? Sure. Um, I just want to say hi to everybody in San Diego. All the girls, they know who they are. Yeah. They better (laughs) listen. We will will send this. We love you guys. And we can't end without asking Brother Jojo. So Brother (laughs) Jojo, who is your your friend? Shout out. You know what? Just uh, Sister Bernie, man. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sister Veronica, Sister Veronica Cancio Bayani has been. Uh, we're going to celebrate our 25th uh, wedding anniversary next month, and uh, just being part of this podcast has made me realize. Uh, you know, I'm going to let her listen to this once it comes out, and I'm just going to say thank you 
man. Aww. I mean, 25 <laughs> years of putting up with my stuff. I mean, and I just, I thank her for, for loving me the way that I am and, and putting up with all of the, uh, all of the, uh, we'll just leave it at that. Beautiful thank you. Book. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much. And thank you, LP. You're a good friend, oh, Martin. too. Thanks for hosting. Martin, thanks for discussions. Thank you, Brother Jojo, Sister Crystal, Brother Leonard. Thank you for joining us and to all our listeners uh, for always tuning in. If you have questions about love or relationships, uh, hashtag Ask Heart and Soul. You can direct message us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. But again, we thank you for joining us. Hopefully this prompts more conversations about love, relationships, friendships in your life with the people that mean most to you uh, and definitely will bring us closer to God. Again, I'm Lois Paula Riturbin. And I'm Martin Zeruto, And we're just people talking love, talking love and relationships on INC Heart and Soul. Well, we hope this episode was helpful to all of you. We want to hear your thoughts on this episode and what you gained from it. Leave us a comment on Instagram at Heart and Soul Conversations in any one of our posts and let us know what you think. That's it from us today. Hope we were able to help. Hope we were able to connect and hope you'll join us next time. Ready to listen with all your heart and soul. Take care.